What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another HK Video Game Experience. I'm Hollywood Cole here with Clearfire. What's up, Clearfire? What's going on, man? And today we're doing some, taking a break from the games. We just did Legend of Zelda Timeline. I don't know which one's going to come out first, this one or the other. This Probably one. this one. This one. This one is this one's so, going to be the bomb. <laughs> I'm still editing Zelda, which is a good one. This is so oh, no, uh, Swinging Thunder. Don't get me wrong. The Legend of Zelda one was awesome, but this one's going to rock. Yeah. Just because it's something I love, so. Right. So we were, the Swinging Thunder joined us and we did a Legend of Zelda Timeline, which is a lot of fun. It's about an hour and a half, a little bit over an hour of uh, content there, so it'll be a lot of fun there. Fun Zelda talk. Uh, but we're going to take a break from the games and from Star Wars, but we're still going to stay in our geeky culture here because we're going to talk about some LARPing today. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to have to beat you over head with a so, stick about this, So what man. are y'all called? It is not LARPing. So it's called SCA, or Society of Creative Anachronism. SCA is completely different from LARPing. So they get, all get mad when you say LARP, when you call it LARPing. Oh, yes. Yeah, so if, you call, if you call any SCA or, or, or what we call ourselves Skadians, if you call a Skadian a okay, LARPer, you. you're going to get beat in the head. Like, you, you'll get drubbed over. It's just, you're, we are not LARPers. I haven't played in a while. I haven't been been in the SCA game for a while. But I still consider myself an, uh, a Skadian because I do still follow everything that's going on in the SCA world. And um, I still have all of my equipment so I could jump back into it at any time. But I'd have to lose a little bit of this belly weight that I got from getting older just so I can fit in my gear again. But You can be a fryer. I, I'm not bald enough to be a fryer. So, I have too much hair to be a fryer. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know what we're talking about here, there's a group of people in the world that like to dress up. So let me just talk about LARPing and everything first. And there's probably several of them. But um, but people that – and I remember – I'm just going to tell you from my point uh, of view. Uh, yeah, I'll let you tell you from your point of view, and then I'll digress from there. Yeah, because I want you to uh, – I remember you did – and then you, now you may have done – have you done LARPing before? Never did do LARPing. Okay, so you never told me about LARPing. So you told me about this back in the day, which I'll be honest with you, it sounded pretty cool. It sounded fun. I wanted to do it. So uh, I don't. So you dress up as you know magicians or, or wizards or kings or knights or this is for LARPing. That's LARPing. Yeah, yeah, we're once talking you, about LARPing. You, so people dress up like this. When you throw the magicians in there, you're LARPing. You can't so. throw spells. So, no. um, but you dress up and you play pretend. It's like it's like role playing with medieval medieval kingdom stuff okay so people play dungeons and dragons stuff like that but you told me at one point and i think you're talking about sca and i'm debating on telling you this now or waiting but it was uh hmm just just tell me and then i'll tell you that story because i don't want to tell the story ahead of the time but it's it's a whole event it's like days at a time right yeah 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 yeah. tell us what it is you tell us what it is so i'll tell you the difference between larping and sca so larping is is literally like what hollywood's saying it's live action role playing that's basically what it is that's what larping stands for live action role playing so in that you can be magician you can be a night you can be basically whatever you want based on the game that you play it's kind of like a live action D. so if the live action D allows you to do x x and x then you can do those things and if x is being a magician cast spells that kind of stuff be a polymorph whatever you know you can do that in a live action role playing they also use weapons what's called boffers it's basically pvc pipe wrapped with a pool noodle so that way when you hit somebody it don't hurt at all you know and you don't have like 
you have minor armor requirements, but you don't have armor requirements that have to protect your vital organs. That's kind of the way that LARPing goes. I mean, you can have spells. People, you know, literally will take a tennis ball, dress it up, make it look like a lightning bolt or a fireball, and that'll be their spell that they can cast and throw at you. And LARPing kind of usually goes, uh, a LARPing session usually goes over a weekend. You can do all kinds of different things in it. I mean, you can have all kinds of different armor and all that. You can do, uh, basically, it's, it, it, your 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 imagination is your boundaries. So if you can if you can imagine it, you usually can do it in LARPing. You know they have. Now, is like there I a said, dungeon master a dungeon dungeon master associated with that somehow? Kind of, kind of. You usually have you usually have a governing body that sets the rules of the game for that particular time. So like if you like, let's just say next weekend we're going to go LARPing. You usually have a governing body that says, okay, here's the rules. Here's what you can do in this in this LARPing instance, and here's everything that's out of bounds and have fun you know and that's basically what they lay you out with they lay you out say they either lay you out with a rough outline of a story and say this is what's going on this is inside this kingdom or whatever they want to say and then you go out and just kind of act it out you know and you don't have like a role it's like D. you kind of give the basis of what it is you have your character that you've created and then you go out and do that you know, and if you die, you're dead. You know, you're out of the game. It's it's a game. You know, so if you die, you've got hit points and all this. So if somebody you, wins. Oh, okay. yeah. There, there's kind of, there can be winners in this too. Yes, I haven't done LARPing, but I have some friends that done it, and this is their. Ver- I mean, and there's different. And the thing is with LARPing, there's different groups that do this and different styles of LARPing. And not all the same. This is just what I know of it. This is what I've heard of it from some from from a friend of mine that was doing LARPing. I never got into it because I also because uh, I started in the SCA and I thought it was weak once I got in the SCA. So the SCA, Society of Creative Anachronism, is basically you're recreating to the best of your ability the Middle Ages time period. And that's what you're trying to do. You don't okay. have wizards. You don't have dragons. You have so you don't have an were, alchemist or anything. No, I mean, that they I mean, had you can, back then. well, you could you could have alchemists like they had back then, but it's only things that were actually there. So like, not real dragons. They're not, you know, real magicians. They're not ogres and all this other kind of stuff that you would see in D anD. d It's like you're living in the Middle Ages, like in England or. Russia or Mongolia, things like that, because you have people that 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 create Mongolian personas, Japanese personas, Russian persona. I mean, any type of thing, any type of persona you can think of. I mean, there's there's a few Native American personas. There's a there's um, just anything. I mean, Viking personas, all this kind of right. stuff that just grow and is orga- it grows organically. You basically create your persona, your backstory, and then you become that person, and you're that person. If you die in a fight, you don't really die for real, and you lose that person. Not like you would in an SCA or not, not like you would in a D and D situation or LARPing situation. You're always that person. So for me, and I'll go ahead and tell you my persona. My persona from the SCA, and my my name was Rurik Konstantinich Sinembrosi. I know it's a very long one, but I wanted a nice, cool sounding one. And I'm actually from the uh 14th century roughly about the time period of when um 
the Mongols invaded Russia and were taking over Russia that time period because I blended my persona with Mongolian because I really like Mongol armor. It's really cool, really unique and ornate, and I really liked it. I liked the Lamellar-style look and curved swords and all that kind of stuff. I loved that, so that's why I blended it. Although Russians do have curved swords and curved blades, they wasn't quite the same type as this. So that was where I built my persona around. And I'm actually... And in SEA, what's really cool about it is, is there's ranks. So you can become a king, you can become all this stuff. Now, if you're a king, you only you're only king for like six months, you know, and and it rotates. So that way, you're so not king, the king all the time. So does the king get to make rules? Yes, the king gets to make rules. Gets to make. So what laws kind of crazy rules that are laws that were made when you were there? So really, I didn't really get any crazy ones made when I was there, but there was a lot of banishments. So like, if somebody like really offended the king or queen or offended somebody in their entourage and yes kings and queens had entourages and some of them were massive you know and they had very big elaborate they have courts at every single event so like you have kingdoms throughout all of the all of the u.s divided up in several kingdoms i don't remember how many kingdoms because i've actually divided they've actually had a few more forms since i've been out of it but you have several kingdoms united states there's one there's a few in canada there's uh You've got some in England. You've got, uh, I think, even one in Australia. So if you went to the thing in in Jackson, Mississippi, that's one king for that this area. There's there's actually a king for it's like Jackson, Louisiana, parts of Arkansas, and like a little bit of Tennessee, like the Memphis area, Tennessee. And these things are thousands of people. Yeah, yeah, it's big. Thousands. There's hundreds of people. Usually on a weekend inside of like. uh, So the kingdom that you if in Mississippi, the kingdom that I'm in is called Glenavon. The kingdom that you're in Hollywood is actually called Trimeris, and Trimeris is a kingdom that kind of has nothing against Glenavon. Glenavon's kind of a neutral kingdom in this. There's another kingdom that's right above it that Glenavon actually formed from called Meridies. Meridies and Trimeris has, and this is kind of leads into what I think what Hollywood was talking about. Uh, Trimeris and Meridies has this war every year called Gulf Wars, and it's a week long event with all kinds of fights where you get battle points for the different fights, the different. Um, wars, you get um, all just different kinds of stuff. You know, there are different types of combat. There's also different types of crafting. I mean, all kinds of stuff. If you can think about it, doing it back in the Middle Ages, this is what SCA is about. They're about so, learning that way of life. So let's take it back to the kings then, okay. just real quick. So the king is over that kingdom in the Mississippi mm-hmm. kingdom. So he's over how, like, you know, Hundreds of people, or a thousand, fifteen hundred, two thousand people. Depend, just depends on how many members are in. Uh, it, it, you know, it can range anywhere. It's, it's probably about five hundred or five hundred to a thousand. It might be you know less than that. I, I'm just roughly guessing here. I don't remember how big um, Glen Aubin got to, but and he he can he, make a law, and then the next king can just change it if he doesn't like it. Can change it if he doesn't like it exactly. Yeah. So the main so thing, is the queen always like the wife. I mean. A real life wife of the king, or is it not? Depen- depends on the king itself. If the king is single, he can choose to have a queen. You know, you, but you always do have a king and queen. There's never just a king. Not that I've ever seen. I've never seen just a king. Maybe there's a rule about it, but usually what happens is, is and how they become king is they go to, um, they they do a they do a, what's called crown list. It's a fight where you have to win this fight. It's a big tournament where people come in the knights of the kingdom come in the different lords the honorable lords all these 
fighters come together and fight for the right to be called king for the next term. And usually you have to have a consort that you fight for. And that's where your queen would come from. So if you win as king, your consort becomes queen. Your consort doesn't have to be your wife. It can be some other woman if you want. I mean, it could even be if... You know, so choose it. It could be another man if that's what you wanted. You know, it's just your choice there. There's no really anything against that. And so talking about king? that is a little controversial, but I won't get into the whole if you choose a man kind of thing. <laughs> if you're a man and choose a man, it's, that's been a controversial thing in the SCA recently. Yeah, because isn't that supposed to be like the Middle Ages for sure? You it's know? supposed to be the Middle Ages for sure, but you know, there was some of that in the Middle Ages, but I'm not going to go into that because that's, okay. like I said, yeah, it's, so it's, it's, it's a very controversial so we'll just So we'll just stick with the whole you know fighter well, that's in crown well, once list you're a king your consort can you be king again after yes absolutely okay so you can you be can king, be king. So you can but win you it to, you can win it like over and over and over but and you have to stay sit king. but you have to sit out like if you're king okay. this term you have to sit out next term and then you can go in and fight for the next crown list so basically the 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 following king has to be someone different that's just I how see. it is you don't you can't be king over and over because crown list happens while you're a king no king can fight in crown list not that i know of i don't know of a oh, solid yeah, rule but usually a usually crown list is a tournament they put on for the entertainment of the king so and i see and so i remember telling you at one point you were telling me about this a long time ago and i said i don't be a knight a knight would be cool and you said well knights are cool but you have to like take the orders of the king at all times essentially mm-hmm. so well, Can you elaborate on that a little bit? I'm elaborate a good bit on that because you can't just choose to be a knight. Okay. You have to earn your way to be a knight. And it's a very, very difficult process, especially in Glenavon, because Glenavon honors their knights. I like the way that Glenavon does this. Basically, they t- take it and look at it, and you've got pillars of the community. It's um, So there's different levels of service to the kingdom you've got knights which is your martial arts mainly heavy fighting and i'll i'll explain more about heavy fighting and other type of fighting because i was more involved in the other type of fighting you've got knights that are basically they've been marked as the best of the best in martial fighting or in heavy combat you have what's called laurels laurels are people that have been marked as best of the best in crafting whether it be sewing or crafting your clothing or crafting some other type of thing they're very good with their hands very crafty people that's the best way i can explain it then you have pelicans pelicans are people that are very giving they they serve the community they give to the 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 kingdom freely without without anything with uh, with sacrifice you know sacrificing themselves for that and, and pelicans to me are one of the most amazing set of people because they're so giving and they're so amazing at that they, they have a special talent for that any pelican out there that is listening to this i give you the some of the most props but when you look at this especially from a knight perspective they tend to want you to embody a piece of all of that whether a piece of the crafting you know being a a very expert crafter a piece of being very self you know not self-serving but you know serving of the kingdom you know they don't want somebody to be a knight that doesn't embody what the kingdom embodies you know and so you've got to have those qualities and show those qualities and it takes time because you've got to learn the way of the kingdom you've got to learn the way of the people and you've got to learn the way of the of the fight you know and you've got to learn all of this and be able to give back to the community you know 
most knights are amazing fighters, but they're amazing in so many other ways, too, because they give back and everything. And and I'm not shooting any of the other ones short, either the Laurel and Pelicans, because it's the same way for them, too. They're just... It, it's kind of like when we were talking about last night with the Triforce, you've got the different points and everything. Mm-hmm. Each one of these points, each person is first a little bit better in a point than the others and that's when they right. get their mastery level there's some knights that are pelicans as well there's some knights that are laurels as well there's I, 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 there might even be a knight that's a laurel and a pelican you know i mean you can get all of these honors if you work hard enough and it takes a lot of hard work it's not just oh i want to be a knight i could be a knight no it takes a lot more than that so let's let's go into the fighting and then i want to ask you a, a scenario question all right. it'll be great all right, so this because we need to explain the fighting to everybody. Yeah. So you're saying it's real. It's like a real fight. It is a real to fight. To some degree. To, you're to, not trying to hurt the guy. To some degree, it, it, it's a real fight. And depending on what type of, what form of combat you're doing. So in SCA, and especially in the time that I was there, there were two major forms of combat. You had um, heavy fighting, and you had light fighting. Light fighting was the fencers, people that used what was called a baited blade. It's a live metal blade that's been baited. And what I mean what about mean by baited is is the edge of the sword has been beveled so it doesn't create a cutting edge. So that way if I took my sword and chopped you, it's gonna break your bones, but it's not gonna cut through your skin. And that's a baited okay. blade. And that's what we use, baited blades and then protector tips on the tip of the sword. So that way if anything happened, it's most likely not gonna go through you. You know, okay. but it is live. You are fighting with a live piece of steel that. So could has hurt anybody you. gotten hurt that you know? Oh of? yes, I have seen. Like I've seen hospital. Uh, yes. Um. Uh, actually, wow. one of the, one of the last events that I was at. Um. One of the queen. She was actually a queen at the time, and she's an amazing fighter. I had so much fun fighting with her. She actually got her um her breastbone right here. Her um Jeez. broken. Yeah. Somebody came in too hard and actually bent their sword into her chest. Didn't Jeez. break the skin, but it broke her. Oh, yeah. uh, it, bro- it broke the breastbone right there. She had she had a crack oh, in the breastbone. It was really bad. That was one of the that's one of the worst ones I've seen. I've actually seen somebody get punctured by a knife. You know, yeah. in the SCA we have daggers and and daggers. Even though they're baited blades, they are still very dangerous. Yeah, they can cut. If, they yeah, can they cut. cut anyway. They can if it's hurt metal, you. it can cut. Yeah, it, it can hurt you. I've seen people get cuts. I've seen scars. I've seen lots of damage. I've seen concussions. I mean, we're wearing so a lot of the people wear fencing masks. If you've ever seen like Olympic style fencing, we do use those types of masks to protect our face. I've actually seen those masks like severely dented into where it was like shoved against a person's face. You know, wow. and you get damage like that. Now I'm telling you this, and remember, in this type of fighting, light fighting. Most of your contact is by touch combat. So you're taking your sword with your tip and just touching the opponent in an area. So if I touched you in your arm, you would have to like put your arm behind your back and no longer fight with your arm. Okay. And you have to simulate that. If I hit you in a vital area, of course, that would be a death a death blow. So if I cut your throat or hit you in the face or hit you in the chest area, it's a death shot. You so know, there's somebody watching. There's a ref watching. There's or a ref. There's there's what called marshals. I was a marshal for the light. I was uh, one of the actual. I was actually one of the. I was a deputy 
Marshall for Gulf War several years. It was I loved doing it. It was so much fun getting to do that because I saw so much different pieces of the combat. But you have a Marshall. You have lots of rules. I mean, a lot of rules. You actually have to be authorized to fight, and you have to be authorized in the fighting styles. You've got single sword, dual sword. You've got sword and shield. You've got um, sword and um, just an object and you've got of course dagger combat you've got to be authorized in all of those to fight all of those styles if you're only authorized in single sword when you go out on a field that's being marshaled that's not a practice you can only use the form that you're authorized in on that field so it's a really rigorous process you have to learn it you have to know it before you get on the field because you have to protect your opponent right that's what I was about to say the authorization process is probably you know how to do it safely exactly and yeah okay and you have the, you have you have an authorization process for heavy as well heavy authorization isn't quite the same they have authorizations in different areas like if you wanted to fight sword and shield you can you don't have to have an authorization for that you don't have to have an authorization for dual wielding but if you because decide they you have want, armor only heavy they have armor. armor they have heavy armor and i'll explain that more in a little bit but they have like authorizations for spear or for glaive and things like that uh a hammer sledgehammer type of yeah, thing you can get a hammer but there's no authorization Ooh. for it so you can get a hammer and hit people with a hammer i mean you can a do that if it's a, type of it, thing yes if it was a weapon that they wow. had in the middle ages you can use it oh yeah they yeah. had they didn't have they had maces they have maces Morning they Star. don't have they don't have flails because okay. of the danger involved in that they tried yeah. it and they've t- they've tried to do some you can't control it with once it, it goes it, yeah I mean, it, you can't control it very well and the main issue there is choking hazard because if you sling it get around at a person oh, yeah. around their throat you're going to choke them and kill them you know i mean it, it, yeah. it's, it's it's not safe you know it, it's just not safe yeah. for that issue so they really haven't done that but they've got all kinds of cool different fighting styles we even have combat archery so you have crossbows <laughs> awesome. and bows that you can actually use and shoot people with in specific battles wars or fights they're not in all of them they they assign which ones they are because some people don't want to fight combat archery in light fighting you even have what we call uh rubber band guns it's basically pistols that the pistols are guns that look like muskets and um muzzle loading pistols Right. And you can use those. I have one of those. I love using it. You know, I would always keep it in my back, and whenever I'd get frustrated, I just pull it out and shoot people in the chest and walk off. You know, because it, <laughs> it counts as a death. You know, and they can't do anything about it, and they get so mad. But it's like I'm frustrated with this fight. Boom, and pop them. You know, and walk off. <laughs> now it has to be said that in this combat, those are allowed. Otherwise, it's an illegal attack. So right. you do have to say and and notify that that it, it is an option, and of course I only used it when it was an option. I never used it illegally because I very much love the SCA and never wanted to do anything that dishonored the system and the combat. So cool. Okay, so heavies and the and the bows and arrows. I mean, I guess the arrows are kind of like blunt tip or they got so, this so they so they've got a, a the fair, sucker fair, thing a, it's not a sucker it's fairly bulbous ball to the tip of it and then they have a um it's kind of like a piece of pvc piping on the end that creates drag that slows it down to a safe speed i see and it has to be bulbous enough so it doesn't huh. go through the visors of yeah. the, of the helmets because in heavy combat you don't have to have the mesh protecting your face you can have visor uh you can have metal bars with a specific spacing 
anytime you go to one of these combats, you have to go through the marshal and get all of your stuff approved every time you fight. So they check it. They have tools that check the spacing on your helmets uh, of your guards to check to make sure you have what's called a gorget. It protects your neck. Um, heavies, the main areas you're protecting is gore is your neck, your head, your kidney area. So you have to have kidney belt. Of course, a cup, male or female, you have to have a cup. You're and you're going to protect your elbows and your knees and then your wrists. Those are your main areas that they're going to tell you to protect. All the rest else, you can leave with or without armor. Yeah. You know, and in heavy, it's illegal to hit below the knee because if you hit somebody in the shin, you could shatter their oh, shin gosh, really easily. Yeah. It's illegal to hit in the shin, so that they don't play that. In in light fighting, I can hit you wherever I want. And yeah. in light fighting, your main areas that you're going to protect are your vital organs. You're going to be you're going to have a face mask on, but you can have open back because you're not allowed to attack somebody in the back because you are using a quasi live yeah, blade. Piece of metal. Yeah, you're using a piece of metal <laughs> to hit people. With. And I'll tell you about another form that was coming along when I was in there that actually has advanced further along that actually makes the you can call it fencing the fencing light fighting sound even more violent it's called cut and thrust and i'll get into that in just a little bit and i love cut and thrust it's awesome so in in fencing you're not worried about covering your elbows like you did but you have to wear protective clothing because you, you're going to cover you're going to wear a gorget and a mask and you're going to wear a cup if you're a male or you're going to wear whatever the female thing is called i forget what it's called but you, you have to have that protection too and the rest of the time, you have to just protect your body with a specific type of armor or material that doesn't allow a blade to pierce through it. And you actually have to do what's called a punch test. There's actually a weighted piece of metal that's dropped that has – it's kind of like a pin, but it's a blunt pin. And they drop it from a specific height onto your material. And if it doesn't go through, then your material's safe for fighting. If it does go through, it's ruled invalid and you can't use it. I actually had a chainmail bodysuit a chainmail shirt that i used for my fencing because i have to protect my um underarms because you know there is a um blood vessel there that if you puncture you can die pretty quickly there yeah. there's um you and you want to protect your inner thighs but you don't have to have like you only have to wear like good, nice protective clothing but you have to be covered from head to toe you can't have any skin showing if any skin showing you're ruled ineligible until you fix that area or fix that issue so we all, you know, you all protect yourself as well as possible with all of that. So that's the main gist of that. Oh, you got to have gloves. You got to have good gloves. That's one of the, like, you, you spend more money on gloves than anything in the SCA. So, hmm. so um, yeah, go with the other cut and thrust. All right. Quick. So cut and thrust is a, it's not new anymore, but it's definitely evolving. So basically cut and thrust is where you're taking fencing to the next level instead of just poking someone and usually so trimeris i like using trimeris because it's easier to explain than it is for glenobin glenobin is touch if you touch somebody in that spot they technically should call it and say ow i'm out trimeris is usually use what's called four pounds of pressure so if you press on yourself with four pounds of pressure that's how hard you're supposed to hit to call for a good shot Four pounds of pressure is not that much. It's literally like touching you with a little bit of force, and that's four pounds of pressure. Right. So that's what you—that's what a legal hit is with fencing because of the weapons that you're using. It's to protect you. Now, cut and thrust takes that to the next level, and you can actually chop with somebody a cut. Actually, throw your live blade with a cut, 
or thrust with actual force now. Yeah. The thing in that is, is what they change in that is, is now you have to have back covering on your head that is like more than just cloth. You've got to have like an actual metal right. back to protect you, a helmet at that point. And <laughs> then you've got to cover your elbows and your wrists and your knees. So you're adding that into it. And I think they might even have added the kidney protection now as well because it is very dangerous because you're hitting people. The thing that's different between cut and thrust and heavy fighting is is I'm hitting you with a with a baited blade sword, but I can only hit you like 50 to 70% of a swing. So I have to have a controlled swing, but it has to have force behind it. Yeah, so you're not going to go out there and swing as hard as you can. No. Right? Yeah. No, I can okay. swing as hard as I can from here, but as soon as it lands on you, it has to land right. with with force with controlled force it has to be controlled force and i don't remember how the because like i said when i was playing it and working with it the rules were getting established and i at at one time it was 50 percent with another time it was 70 percent they've changed it and that's 70 percent of of a force you know you 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 gauge the blows and everything and you're really heavily watched by marshals so you're definitely not going to get away with something dangerous or not as dangerous so that's cut and thrust in a nutshell. Okay. So, um, the standard, so let's say the uh, Gulf Wars, it's a week long? It's a week long, yes. Yeah, a fantastic event. So, it goes from Sunday to Saturday, usually in March. This year it's actually going to be in October due to COVID. They did not have it last year. So, the first day you show up. What's going on? First day is setup day for most people. Um, for me, my Gulf Wars was always different because I was always showing up on site. Like, if Gulf Wars started on Sunday, I was usually there Wednesday, the Wednesday before, and doing setup, getting so you're fields set up for ready. Four days or yeah, so. I, I'd set up fields where we oh, had because to that's when things. you work there. Yeah, that's when yeah. I did, actually did the work, you know, and yeah. that's where if I did the service. If you're just a regular part. guy, you if you're just a regular guy, you show up on Sunday. You go you're with the, what's tents called. And- yeah, so so just in a, in a day. So depends on how hardcore you are about Gulf Wars. If you're hardcore, you show up Saturday night and you get in what's called the line party. So the line party is just basically you're all together, you're, all your stuff's packed in your car, you sleep in your car that night because they don't allow you on site until Sunday morning. And you just party and have a good time saying hey to everybody <laughs> and just hanging out. So it's just like a, a opening that party cool. that's uh, unofficial. It's not a part of the SCA. The the line party is not a part of the SCA, but it's kind of a part of the culture. You know, it's okay. it's fun it's fun to do that. Not everybody does that, not everybody can do that because you know, you have to take off a lot of time from work and from life to do this. So, Sunday morning, you roll in, you go through what's called troll. Basically, that's where you check in, you pay for your week. If you haven't paid for it already, you get your site token that says you're allowed to be on site, and you get all your information for all the week's events. You know, you get it talks about all of the classes you can take, because they do have classes that teach you different things, you know, different you know forms of combat to crafting to acting to everything you can think of that would they do it during in the middle ages i mean there's cooking classes all kinds of stuff just tons of th- things to That's learn crazy. how so much does crazy. it cost to get for a week what are you talking um, five hundred dollars oh no 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 not that 200? much at all no i mean it's like 60 i think i think your entry fee is like maybe 80 to 100 
Oh, that's a good week. deal, man. But you, that does not cover any of your food. That just gets you in the door. Oh, uh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to pay for food and everything. They do, um, at Gulf Wars, they do have a meal plan that you can eat with them and pay for that. And I forget how much that is. It might, might be actually like an extra 40 it's to like 50 medieval bucks. food, though. Somebody's cooking medieval stuff. Not really medieval food. It's just cooked food. You know, you just uh, get some okay. food. Yeah, yeah. So, if you really want to enjoy the medieval side of it, you usually get into a group. You know, they have shires that camp together. Shires or baron uh a barony and which that is is just little areas because you know mississippi louisiana arkansas and the memphis area that's that's a lot of areas you know it's a pretty big area so like you have like the shire that's in jackson that covers like the jackson metro area and then you have um a barony down i don't know if there's a barony on the coast i think there is and then you have and the shire in um god i can't even remember the name of the shire in jackson anymore that's crazy, man. So, um, but you have like different areas, and like in a barony, you can actually have a baron and baroness. They're called land barons. They're elected by the people of the area. So you have that. In a shire, you don't have that. You just have a um, a seneschal, and then you have other people that help it, like a knight marshal, which is over the heavy fighting. You have a rapier marshal that's over the fencing. Um, which rapier is also another na- another name for the fencing as well because that's a type of the sword that you use. All right. So, and you have all these other people that help that uh, that help the seneschal. You have membership people and all that kind of stuff. Kind of like if you were in any, any type of nonprofit organization where they have so, a board. You know, it's kind of basically yeah. what it boils so down to. So you get set up on Sunday, and all the rest of the week is just events. Con- starting events Monday, and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's there's even some events that start on Sunday. On, I'm there's sure. some that start on Sunday. Not many. Usually, it's like just welcome events. Just kind of have fun. You know say hey to your neighbors and that kind of stuff because people camp with different groups i had a group that i camped with and it mainly were the people that were doing all the setup for the um beforehand and, and all that so i had that group of people that i camped with and we had our own little area and everything like that that we so always got porta potties and showers oh, yes, no? potties you got porta potties you've got showers um you don't get many hot showers we do have hot showers but you don't get many because the hot water runs out really quickly there happens yeah. all the time now in the camp that i camped in um my buddy um would always bring in his portable shower heater and we had hot showers so people would always come to our camp all the time and have hot showers so okay that's cool yeah oh, so yes. we, we, we had a very nice setup at our campsite and it was in tucked into the woods so it was kind of away from everything that was really nice and we really uh, really loved so that from space. your camp so how far is the ca- the castle i'm assuming not necessarily in the center not, but it could so, be so we, we we have a fort we don't have a castle um the fort is what we fight around like a lot of the heavy combat is done around the fort um the fencing is done on the fencing field which is on a hill that's just a little bit away from the fort but you can see it it's probably several hundred yards away but you know you have that space there and um you have field battles fort battles bridge battles all different kinds you even have a ravine battle we even have a ravine out there that we fight in so you have oh, all of cool. these different type of battles and all these battles are points because Gulf Wars is based around a, they call it the friendly war. And it's basically a war between Trimeris and Meridies. They're fighting over land. It's basically in essence what it's, what it's over. And 
that's kind of how it started. It's been a fun little thing going on at sea. Is it? It's it's almost thirty years now. It's been going on, or it is thirty years. So it's it's a great event, you know, a lot of fun like that, and it's just a friendly war, you know. And you have other kingdoms from actually all over the world that show up for this. You know, you usually have at Gulf Wars four to five thousand people show up at this thing for the entire week. And so once you're in there, you stay in character the whole time. Yeah, you stay in character. So nobody calls me. So I, even even when I'm doing the setup, nobody called me Jonathan. Nobody called me by my real name. And yes, I just use my real name on air. I don't care. But <laughs> they didn't call me that. They called me Ruick. I was Ruick in there. And I actually, with all the service I did, I did, actually did get lorded. I am a lord. I am my, my official title is Lord Ruick. And I just go by Ruick. Everybody calls me Ruick. I don't want to be called Lord. But I... I earned that. I worked my way toward that because you have to earn that just like you have to earn anything else there. And that was just with service. And somebody said, hey, look, this guy's doing a killer job helping out people and always doing stuff for the kingdom. I mean, he'll even forego fighting to make sure everybody's taken care of. And so that's how I got honored. And I got honored by, uh, I'll even say the person that honored me. His name is Drogo. It's actually Sir Drogo. He was a, he's a knight. Awesome guy. He's one of my favorite people in the SCA. He calls you in front of the king. Yeah, well, he told he told the king, and then the king called me up and said, "Because of your service, we you award you, up you this." On the phone or called you like? Oh, no, he a, called a me up in crier. court. In court, he called oh, me. You were all standing around, and, and he everybody, yeah, you, you get called out in court, and it's like, oh gosh, what did I do? You know, because they call. You know, I'm sitting you. there. I'm sitting there, and I'm just chilling, having a good time. I've got my drinking horn, and yes, I had a drinking horn. My, my one of my good friends actually etched a drinking horn. It's got chain mail on it. Really nice, beautiful drinking horn. So they have alcohol. Oh yes, yes, yes. Well, I okay, mean, we so met, you can we, fight with alcohol. No, you can't fight with alcohol. You cannot be okay. drunk fighting. No, you you okay. will get thrown off the field. Yeah. Um, you have to fight sober. You have to fight within the rules. But and if the king banishes you right there, you have to leave the event. Oh, if the king banishes you, you're banished until his rules over. So what does that mean? But if he you doesn't pay usually. For the event, you, usually, you usually you're not gonna. Usually you're not gonna get banished while you're at an event unless you do something ridiculously stupid. Yeah. So, but okay. let's not talk about that because that's not fun stuff to talk about. Yeah, it let's, is. It's trying to figure out what the king's power is because this is a whole power, thing. The, um, the king's power is quasi unlimited. You know, I mean, he can't do something that's racist I mean, or sexist or anything like that. But he can he can do a lot. You know, because he's the one that's shaping the kingdom for the next six months. Right. So we've talked about knights. This is so. This is what I remember. We talked about knights and lords and barons and the other stuff that the crafting and all that but you also have the fun stuff like pirates you also have you don't have pirates you told <laughs> yeah. me about pirates so so we, we quasi you quasi have pirates I mean there's there's some people that kind of do pirate personas but it's you know I wouldn't say it's like oh my gosh there's just pirates everywhere there's just a few people that do it and sometimes they just do it as for fun it's not so much as I am a pirate. You know, one of my good friends, Drake, his persona was a quasi-pirate, and he definitely played it up and talked about it, and I, I made fun of him a and said, dude. for whatever, you know, some kind of I a I mean, you a can be. You don't, well, you don't want to be a thief, but you can if you want to. As soon as you get you're caught being a thief, you're going to get treasure you're gonna hunter. A lot of tru- you're gonna a lot treasure of hunter, like lock. Lock on Final uh, Fantasy Six. I mean, treasure I mean, hunter. you can you can do that if you want in Persona, but most of the time when you build a Persona, you're building it around the idea of a person that lived in a specific time. And yeah, you have thieves and everything, but usually you want to make somebody that's not. You want to make somebody that's noble. You usually you usually people aren't making 
personas that are just bad and evil or anything like that. If they're doing that, then they're not doing it for the spirit of the game at that point. Really? So I thought it would be part of the. So let's say this. It's just let me do my scenario. Then let's just say I want to join SCA, but I want to be some type of fighter. I want my character to be like, like, uh, let's say he's Scottish, like the William Wallace type of fought with have, William have Wallace. Have a lot of have a lot of There's Scottish. No, there's no king because we've lost the war or whatever. So I'm just this freedom fighter, mercenary, essentially. You can be a mercenary. That's running around um, privateer, privateering. And so I create that persona. I, that's who I sign up as, I guess, at the SCA. Say, this is my guy. So it's not really like I sign up as a privateer and vagabond mercenary. or whatever mercenary. You go in and say, okay, here's my name. I'm a fighter. I've I've, I've research. You don't even do that. You go. I've researched. Okay. I've researched this name. Like for me, I researched Rurik Konstantinich Sinambrosi. As far as I could tell, there was nobody ever named that ever. You know, I can't go out and be King George the right. Second. I can't take that name because yeah. that's somebody that's over there. <laughs> I can't be. Uh, you know, I can't be William someone Wallace. that was out there. You can't be William Wallace. You would get denied for that name. You have right. to get your name approved. You don't have to, but if you want to be serious and you want to gain, you know, grow in the game and everything, then you have to come up with a name that you've researched. I mean, it took me several months to research my name to go through and find the perfect spelling diction of it and everything it's it's very much done of that time you know i looked up that time period i found people named rook of that time period you know constantine so i get the name and all that so you get the name but you don't like submit to the sca well i'm a fighter uh that lost my king that's a mercenary you don't do that when you go talk okay. to people you go oh my name is William Wallace, and I've lost my king, and now I'm going to fight for whatever king comes about. And you just play it, you know. Okay, and so you have you an accent or whatever. You can accent if you want to. I mean, okay. or you can just be normal. I taught normal half the time anyway, because I would, did not want to throw out a Russian accent to people, you know. But yeah. I had fun with it. Some it people get tiring after a while. It, it does, and 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 two. Like for me, every time I went to an event, I got lost in my character. I got lost in my alter ego per se right. you know that's what i try to do and, and and i got lost in it it was great because every time i go to that event i was no longer my normal everyday person i was rurik you know i had this great fun happy persona all the time it was great because you got to escape the world you got to leave all the cares right. of the world behind nobody sat around the fire and talked about oh well tomorrow the gas prices are gonna go up 10 cents you know yeah. we sat around the fire and said dude you you see this bruise on my leg? You knocked the fool out of me today. You know you're drinking with your buddies that you fought fought against. You know two hours ago. You know, and you're just having so that you're camaraderie. Saying, you're, you're making it sound like you can't have. I can't not have a king. I thought you. I thought where I thought you told me back in the day you, that you have to have you could a be king. kingless. Uh, you as, a person, you, as a person, you as a person can say I'm kingless. But if you play, you sign up and you're registered and everything, and you're in a specific area, your king is whoever you are in that area. So, like for me, it'd be the king Glenavon. That's my king. Right. I if I swear fealty to him, then yes, I, I I swear fealty to him. If I don't swear fealty to him, then yeah, you know. You know, and especially in a crowded thing, they're not going to always go, well, you didn't swear fealty to me. You're out, you know, but you might find a king that might be, eh, about that. will banish you. Yeah. So you can I mean, banish you. So, and, and, so and they're usually not going to banish you over not swearing fealty. They're just going to be like, 
eh, you know, and you don't you don't make a lot of friends by going, oh, I didn't swear fealty to you because they're going to be like, well, why didn't you swear fealty to him? You know, well, the question is, so I show up, I want to be a fighter, whatever the backstory. So I, my, my character, I'm going to say, we'll just say William Wallace, even though yeah. I know we can't use that you name. Can't use we'll just it, use, but yeah, go ahead. I'll I'm, I'm just say my name's Hollywood Cole. I'm a great yeah. fighter from, you know, foreign land that, um, you know, my kings, my, my, my troops were wiped out. We were, you know, you can have, like you said, I know you don't sign up for this, but in my story to have, so we had some kind of a special yeah. band of, of travelers that we would go around and do adventures, you know, and, and do basically a special um, operation that would go take care of the king's duties or our king got killed. And so I'm kingless now, but I still have my special skills, right? So I show yeah. up and that's my story. And I know mm-hmm. you don't. I know you don't sign it up, but that's the story I'm telling everybody. I'm playing that character. Yep. So then I decide I want to do light fighting because mm-hmm. that's my specialty, and I'm trying to make. And it's according to my story, I'm just trying to make a living, make some coin by fighting. Okay. So then I just start signing up. When do I start getting recognized? Did I start? If I start doing good at fighting, it's just so say it, I start doing good at fighting. It just all really depends. So like, most of the time, you're going to get more recognized for service than for your fighting. Okay. Um, but you can get recognized for your fighting. So, so like at um, Gulf Wars, there's several tournaments, and one of one of the one of my most favorite tournaments is the Tournament of the Roses. And what that is is all the queens get together of you know queens and baronesses, basically people that are ele- very elevated or what we call pointy hats. Pointy hats are people that have crowns. They've, they're either a countess or a duchess or anything like that and those all have different meanings because it, it, it signifies how many times you've been queen in, in, you know first in that in, 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 throughout the sca um so you've got those different titles there and basically it's pointy hats and all the women pointy hats and they pick their champion you know, and I got to I got the honor That's to cool. fight I got I got the honor to fight in one because you don't get to just go get to fight in this tournament one of these ladies has to come up and ask you to fight. That's pretty. That's I like that. And that's so this really lady cool. was like, "Hey, look, you know, I'm here. Nobody from my area are here. I, I, I would love if you would honor me and fight for me. I mean, I tell you right now, I about broke down and cried because that to me was just such <laughs> an amazing honor to have somebody say, "Hey, look, I've seen you on the field. I like." I like what you embody because basically she was saying you embody the same virtues I embody fight for me fight for my honor and so I got to fight for her honor in the tournament I got to so like the third the or tournament fourth, I got or to like she, the third or fourth round and whatever and that was about and it she and just says thanks for fight for me and leaves Pretty you alone much. or is that like a thing Pre- that she that, no no there's actually kind of a little pomp and circumstance thing that they do and they make a big deal about whoever won the tournament of the roses and when you and two, the tournament of the roses is part of one of the combat points in Gulf Wars. And so, whoever so wins the queen that, depending on, go it ahead. honors her champion, the champion that yeah. wins. So for the rest of the night, the queen's like, "Oh, this is oh, my yeah. champion," and yeah. they're going around the whole. Oh yeah place oh yeah buying you get, you drinks get, or whatever oops sorry about that yeah yeah you get honored <laughs> yes you get honored i mean it's not i mean not buying drinks because a lot of the times you don't buy drinks most people share drinks that's the, the that's the niceness or of whatever the thing. you walk into somebody's camp most of the type they're going to tell you hey come sit by the fire and come have a drink you know because they're just nice people are nice like that but yes you get honored if you're if you're 
uh, the person you fought for, whether it's queen, duchess, baroness, whatever, if she decides to walk around and honor you like that, that's great. Um, this so if one, it's the queen herself, if it's queen and herself, you win, you probably she can like, get make you. these rules that just like really could from well, this day really. forth. She's not going to do anything crazy like that. It's just going to be like from this day forth, this person is my my fighter, my champion. You know, that's going to be the most of it, and that's an honor in itself. Because if you if you're picked to be somebody's champion, that means they respect you enough in your fighting, in your service, and in your just overall personality that they say that you're a great person. I want you to be my champion. You know, and so, so she that's, dedicates that. That's the champion. Is there any circumstance that would take place in which? in which that she would utilize that champion outside of a formal combat setting. You know what I'm saying? If, she, if somebody I mean, comes in there and says, oh, you know, and all like role playing, obviously, like Queen, you know, this, I, I distrust, you know, something that you made assist, I challenge your champion to whatever. No, you're not going to have anything like that. Oh, I mean, it's, it's going to be no, so no. cool, man. No, you're not going to have anything like that. There's not no that stories I, that are not, taking place. Not, it's that, just a, not, not that I've seen. I mean, oh, no, there's stories taking place. Trust me, there's stories all over the place because things unfold naturally it's not like okay we're gonna make this story happen it's just that everything unfolds naturally depending on how you are and how you treat people because it's all about how you really i mean when it gets down to it it's all about how you treat people in this thing you know so what would be cool is if they had like the marshals or something that uh ran the thing yeah charge 200 bucks charge 300 because in this particular one again but see think with this particular one the marshals write stories and there's actually professional actors that are amongst us that we don't know about and there's stories that take place that can be, uh, you know, you don't, you know, you don't know what's going to happen throughout the camp, and then you can be participating in that. At so now, you, now, now you're entering into the world of LARPing. I love LARPing, man. That's LARPing. See, that's that's LARPing. That's that's once you start. I need some stories. When like you with start, it. when you start forcing a storyline and saying, "Okay, here's some things, and here's some points we're going to hit in a plot," that becomes LARPing. In SCA, well, just, it's not that. It won't be a big, massive story, but like little things. Uh, oh, there's a thief little, in the town. I mean, even you know? little things like that, that's LARPing, you know? And even in the SCA, sometimes we make those little things like we have like scenario battles, like a bridge battle. We're not on an actual bridge, but we line up hay bales to simulate a bridge. And if you fall in a certain area, you fall off the bridge. You're in the water and heavy armor drowning and dying, you know, that kind of stuff. But we don't so, really, we don't lay out like, oh, there's a thief in the town and we've got to catch who the thief no, is. No, no, the I thief mean, comes in and steals the queen's jewels or something. And then they have <laughs> yeah. to say, so, well, that'd be awesome because then they got to say, okay, I'm calling on my champion who's just this good fighter, a regular guy out there. And you say, hey, will you fight this guy, this thief? We're asking you to fight this thief uh, for the honor of whatever. And he says, no. So will they go to the next guy or whatever. He says, yes. Then the, the storyteller has a, thing that happens if he loses to the thief okay then this is what we're going to roll out if he wins this is what we're going to roll out and it's you know it's not gonna be it takes up literally like an hour a day of the actual thing so if a king and queen want to do that they'll do that but it's not really something that ever really happens you know i mean we have a missed opportunity but see that's the thing that's where it's different from that's where that's that's where you're falling into the lines of larping versus sca because we're trying to learn as much as we can about the past we're trying to learn things and of course we have fun okay. fighting fun, fun drinking as well and all that and I see. Ha- having a great time and enjoying everything but we're also trying to learn i mean half the time when you're sitting here fighting you're actually teaching each other techniques that they used back then i mean we're using florentine style fighting and different uh, techniques there and you're, you're learning the techniques it's not so much of oh let's go play a uh, 
are a live action RPG. It's not that. Well, you're it's RPG. Like, you're a role playing the whole you're time. You're role playing, but you're not RPG style video game role playing. Where here's a plot point you've got to go you're role for. playing for the sake of learning about the medieval culture exactly. not role playing for the sake of and, let's and and so here, here's and here's where it's different because like larping you're playing for the sake of playing and sca you're playing for the sake of learning and just growing the the, the enjoyment out of it so um one word that I always wondered what it meant when I started SEO was anachronism. What is that? And I know a lot of people probably have asked you, you're saying anachronism. What is that? It's called a thing belonging or appropriate to a period other than that in which it exists, especially a thing that is conspicuously old fashioned. So basically, anachronism is us in modern times basically devolving because in your campsites you try your best to look as period as possible there's people with yurts which is a type of mongolian tent or people with pavilion or canvas style tents that look like the a-frame tents that you've seen in viking tents to the pavilion style round tents that you see in the medieval times that you would see in like england and europe areas And, and people have those types of tents and put those up and they're very elaborate tents and we try to do that and we try to put like people that can't spend the money because a yurt uh, a yurt on average is like twenty five hundred dollars you know for a real traditional yeah. yurt and that's for like a very basic one i've seen yurts that it costs twenty thousand dollars and more you know you can get really elaborate with these things and so people that have just regular tents because most of the time i camped in a regular tent because i couldn't afford some of these really nice tents you would be put toward the back that's the reason why we camped in a wooded area because we didn't want our tents to be shown because we wanted to make everything feel as period as possible now of course a porta potty is not period but yes sometimes we would dress up the porta potties we would make things and and try to have fun with that but it try was to go always piss in the woods as much as possible <laughs> <laughs> we would always we would always try to make it as period as possible you know of course we had golf carts because the gulf wars area camp is massive and it's hard to get from point a to point b but Are we didn't horses? use we, yeah we actually dressed up golf carts like horses there's uh some people that were handicapped that had you know like the power carts or whatever they ride right. on they dress those up like horses and stuff like that i mean we, we had they didn't fun have like actual that. horses there yes they we didn't do actually re- have horses actually, but, okay. but a lot of times they weren't walking through the campsites right, and everything yeah. most of the time they were in a own specific area because we actually did have jousting as well oh that's see that would be That'd be so, crazy. Jousting was done in a very safe and specific way. I didn't learn jousting. I didn't learn much about it. You got to have but, your own horse and everything. I well, mean, you have probably. to have a horse and everything. And you have to be very yeah, careful a, with it. And um, a couple Gulf Wars after I wasn't regularly doing it, they actually started introducing some horse combat into some of the bigger battles. Because, you know, in wars, you would have right. people on horseback. Well, in some of the back parts of the war area, they'd put a horse in there and actually try to simulate some of that. It, 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 they're getting more and more elaborate with the, how they make their wars. So, so yeah. I find it a little hard to believe that there's nobody that you've seen, I mean, you may have seen them, but that comes in there and just wants to play this mysterious guy that nobody knows about you know, and just runs around all the tents drinking and playing his little game of this mysterious wanderer and just hangs out, you know? People do that. I mean, people do yeah. that, but it's not like, oh, let me go cra- cause mischief. Because as soon as yeah, you yeah, start no, causing nothing crazy. Yeah, as just, soon as you start causing mischief, you get in trouble. No, know? it's not causing, he's not actually stealing stuff or whatever, but he's just playing the character of this, just real smooth talking, you know, no loyalty, I'm free. 
you know, like the pirates or whoever back in the day. Yeah, no, people do that. The problem is, is it, it, you kind of end up getting glossed over at that point because there's just so many people. They, 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 you don't stand out by doing that. You stand out by being someone that's you know serving everybody else you know that's doing yeah. things for everyone else that's how you stand out when you people see you walking around drinking and being mysterious they're like oh well there's a mysterious 10 more people guy. right behind you you yeah, know okay i mean it's, so it's people not, do just do it to hang out though. yeah I mean, they, they do they, it to just hang out i mean my, one of my first my first gulf wars i was i wasn't mysterious but i was still trying to find myself and just hanging out and i wasn't like fighting or anything i was just attending stuff and learning stuff but i didn't go around saying oh i'm rook because at the time i didn't have a name i think my name was some kind of random crazy thing i think i found a way to call myself coke in uh, <laughs> in medieval times just as a joke you know i mean because you can actually find coke and call yourself Coke, and it's actually period. Yes, it is period. I think I found some ridiculously stupid name for that, but I wasn't that for very long because once I found Rook and became Rook, I created the persona of Rook. So, is there any? Um, yeah, so I'm just I, maybe I don't know if it can exist because it's just like this is pretty focused on the history, but like a LARP, LARPing that you actually you know do like some serious combat like you're talking about, where they actually play these crazy roles you know maybe i don't know it seems like there could be something like that there could there could be something out that when you get out to so like if you go so if you ever look it up in in russia they do this they do basically mma fighting medieval style you're dressed in full you're dressed in full heavy (laughs) combat and you're beating the fool out of each other and you're hitting each other you're trying to like knock them out and stuff yeah yeah, you're trying to hurt people doing that yeah i've seen that's not the type of fighting that happens in the sca and two when you're talking about heavy fighting in the sca they don't use real swords they use rattan swords it's basically if you've ever heard of rattan it's solid core bamboo that's the best way to put it and they use that because when it breaks it it doesn't splinter it fibers right right and so when your sword gets squishy, it's no longer approved. You have to get rid of it. You have to duct tape it, and you have to tape it and label which is a blade side and which is a flat side because people watch you, and as you hit people, because you're hitting full force with this, and it hurts. And I'm telling you, broken bones happen regularly, you know, because you only have to cover your vital areas, and then everything else, you can either wear armor on or not. And... It hurts. I've done I've done heavy fighting, and it, it, it's it, you've got to be prepared to take a hit, and it, it it's a lot of fun, but man, it can hurt too. So yeah, so I, I, it's interesting. I was more thinking that it was more like because um, I thought I remember you telling me back in the day, like we can be if you're a knight, you always got to do what the king says. Um, if you're a king, you know the king and queen or whatever, you got to be noble and all this kind of stuff uh, with the knights too, with the lords. But you could be. He said, I thought you said you'd so, like being a pirate because then you can just hang so you, out. So you can be a pirate and just hang out and do like that if you don't get super serious. You know, it's once you want to get serious into it and actually grow into it that you have to set but a persona and all that. Yeah, I mean, you could be a pirate. Really, if you no want need to. to be a knight at all other than well, what's the benefit of being a knight? Well, first of all, you have to earn it. You know, there's. Okay, you the, earn the, it. You, and you then what do you, what's the benefit it. of being that? Uh, I mean, the honor and recognition that comes with it. Most people look up to knights. I mean, they're like the honorable people because they're the people that have learned the martial art of heavy fighting. They definitely serve the kingdom and they're there for the kingdom they help people all the time i mean the knights that we had in um in, in our shire um 
golly, I cannot believe I cannot remember the name of the Shire. But um, the, 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 in our Shire, they were extremely helpful. I mean, they taught me a lot. Sir Drogo, as the one I've mentioned, he's taught me a lot. And I can't remember if... Um, his name was Fergus, and his, uh, he was the Honorable Lord Fergus, and he was actually Baron Fergus. And I'm, I think he might have gotten knighted recently, and now he's Sir Fergus. He taught me a ton, just so much. I learned so much from this man. He's amazing. You know, I mean, and you've got all of these people that you learn from. I mean, it's just knowledge everywhere because they sit down and tell you, okay, this is how you do this type of fighting. This is how you control it. This is how you swing. This is the way you make an effective hit. This is the way you effective block. This is the way you parry and all that. And you learn this knowledge of, one, fighting, because that's mostly where I was in. But, I mean, I learned other crafts, too. I learned how to – I already knew how to sew, but I learned how to sew medieval style. I can hand-stitch things and all that stuff. I mean, I created a lot of my own garb or clothing. And it, it's just the knowledge that you get from it. It's just that's yeah, what so that's what's so, so much they get fun. the honor of because they're serving everybody, kind of like the old days. I guess the knight would be in service to everybody, yeah, and that's how they got it. So that's pretty cool. Okay, so yeah, I, I just thought it was different. That's why it threw me off yeah. a little bit with the characters. And, and then too, like, so there is a type of becoming a a quasi, uh, what what's uh, is, is basically a a knight. But it's not a it's not a knight. It's called a master at arm, a master of arms, and that's if you take it and if you take if you become a knight and don't swear fealty to a king. Doesn't happen often, if at all, anymore. But there is a provision in the SCA policies and procedures that you could do that. Okay, so you'd be a master of arms or whatever. Yeah, you'd be a master of arms. Yeah, and then that way you could, you, you would take instead of, so all knights wear white belts. If you're not a knight, you can't wear a white belt. That's just the rule. Is rules. it a sash or just like a leather it, it, belt? It, 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 it's a leather belt, or it could be a sash if that's your persona. Depending on your personas, depending on what it is, how what you dress like. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, white belt is that if you you wear if you're a master of arms, it's called a baldric, and if you know what a baldric is, it's a belt that actually has a shoulder piece. Oh with yeah, it. you know, yeah. kind of like um, Donatello. You know, remember okay, his yeah. belt that he wore with the single yeah. arm over? That's a baldric. You wear that, you master at arms. Not swearing fealty. Like I said, you don't see that often. I never met a master at arms, and I met tons of knights, and, and, and most of them swore fealty to the to the king. They they're they're just honorable people. They're great people, and even too speaking of that. I never met a king that was mean. Uh, all the kings I knew were fantastic people. M- most of them will talk to you. They're very personable. You know, some, you know, of course, do take the regalness to uh, to the next level. But most of them are down to earth people and just amazing. They're just awesome fighters, and that's so why they're the kings. So if the king walks through the town, does everybody like make way, or somebody saying make way for the king? And other, I mean, or is he just really, like another guy walking it, 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 around? It depends on the king. Some kings want the whole having a herald with them saying, make way for the king, make way for the king. Specific times when they're doing like courts or whatever, then yes, if they're walking through the town or through what we would call um, Merchant Alley, Merchant Row, that was the quote unquote town area. Um, then you would have that happen there sometimes. But if people saw the king walking out, most of them would like bow and nod to the king or whatever and not make a huge deal about it, but they would very much recognized when they saw them, especially pointy hats. You know, we, we always called them pointy hats, you know, uh, whether it was king or baron or whatever, we would always make knowledge of them and say, 
you know, the, their their respected titles to them. You know, your highness, uh, your majesty, that kind of stuff, depending on their personas, depending on, you know, how they wanted to be called. Some kings were like, don't call me that. Just call me my, my name, you know. Some kings were like, thank you very much, my subject or whatever, you know, and they played the part. So it just really depended on the king. Yeah, it seems like in the Middle Ages, I mean, if the king's walking around, it's a big deal. I mean, it's like the president now. I mean, you it really know, is. We don't I mean, care really, about that. It really so it is. seems like that would be part of the thing if we're learning medieval history that the king yeah. doesn't lead the, you know, thing. And, and, you know, if he comes out, then it's a And like I said, it, it, th- th- sometimes they make a huge deal about it. Sometimes they don't. It just depends on the king because yeah. some of them don't want all – some of them are f- – all about the service and some of them are about the glory and i don't blame them for being about the glory that's awesome i mean to go through a tournament of 60 plus fighters to be named king that's amazing you know to be able to go through that and say i'm the best fighter of this tournament i mean that's amazing honor you deserve glory for that you deserve that honor you deserve that title you worked your tail off to get there in your presentation because um, crown lists aren't just about fighting. They're about your presentation, your everything, you know, because you have your tent that you have set up at the at the fighting field that has all kinds of stuff where you sit. You know, think about it like um, a knight's tail. You know how they had those little areas where the knights were sitting and everything, right. and they had that all you know kind of fancy stuff. That's what that's what it looks like around the the fighting ring at a, a crown list. You have that. They make it look nice. You have food at each tent, people reveling and having fun, you know. And then when the fights start, they're very much paying attention to the fights, watching how each fighter at, fights, you know, calculating their moves, calculating their opponent. I mean, it's 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 amazing thing to watch. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, that's uh, interesting to hear. So, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I remember you mentioned it on one of the podcasts we just recently did. I think it was the Nintendo Direct podcast that you were good at the swords because you did the SCA, and I remember calling it LARPing, and that's not LARPing. And so I was kind of picking on you a little bit. But um, so that's so I said, well, let's just figure out what this is. So hope everybody learned something, had a good time. It was very interesting to hear about, but that's out there. If anybody's interested in it, go to SCA.com. No, SCA.org. I was about to say org. I did just guessing. SCA.org. Go check it out. You can check out all the resources there. Tons of information. They'll even point you to your local chapters, your local groups, local kingdom. They have all of that there and tons of information. And if you just start digging into it, you're going to go into a bottomless hole. It's it's amazing. Lots of information. So Cool. All right. Well, we appreciate it. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll have a good night. Take care, everybody.